What's happening, guys? This is Keith reporting live here from my apartment. I got um Aaron Lanton here with me, and I also got Tim Malloy. Yeah, yo, what's up? Yeah, both um, co-hosts here, and if it's your first time checking in with us, this is Low Key. Yeah, so we, we was having this conversation, what was it, like a couple of days ago, and I was just thinking about it seems like in Hollywood movie, films and even in TV shows, like there's like some type of uh, a quota for for people in, of color, and I definitely noticed it a lot with black people. So now, when you say quota, though, like do you just mean minimum amount of black people? I think in the a, film? a minimum amount. It's almost like you can't have too many in at one time, and if you do, like in the case of like The Walking Dead, you got to start killing them all first. They ain't even had many black people. Okay, look. All right. Had, I, I don't, I don't want to revisit this with Walking Dead too Well, no, no, no. All I'm saying, because on The Walking Dead, I think I think they limit themselves to at least four at a time. Did and, they have more than four at one time? Yeah, and then they go ahead and kill them. Okay. Like, it's it's kind of like, it's kind of like they try to, to have like a certain ratio of black people. Like, you like, they we want to seem diverse, but we don't want to have too many of them in, a, in one thing. In and fairness, then, though, for Walking Dead, we're talking about the TV show. Yeah. No Native Americans, which, you know, not that many of them, uh, unfortunately, but no Native Americans. Uh, one Asian person. Uh, do they have Latino representation in the, in the show? Yeah, uh, Rosita. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Rosita, I ain't watched it in a while. So Rosita, that was another guy at one point in time. I can't think of nobody else that I remember that the governor had killed. But, um, and then, and then even in like movies, you see it a lot. Like, it's like, it's kind of like where you watch those certain like movies back in the day where it'd be like that one token black guy and he might have a black girlfriend. I'm talking about you, Clueless. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you guys do? Do you guys think this is some type of a trend or is it just something that I'm just tripping up? Because I'm their guy. I mean, I think we have to find a particular example or genre or something to focus on. So, let's say we're looking at, all right, let's do movies with Will Smith. Okay. Will Smith's so, a little different, though. Oh? But even, but you know what, now that I think about it, that might be a good example. Because even with movies with Will Smith, he might be one of the only you black mind, people. In you the mind movie. pulling up the IMDb for Will? Uh, I should say Mr. Smith in case he listens to this. Nah, does, this I'm sure he. I'm sure, Will. I'm sure he don't go by no no Mr. Smith. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, I know it's just it's funny because it's like I, this is a guy I've admired like pretty much my entire life as an actor I've, I've enjoyed so much of his work and just saying will like that it's just strange but like calling michael jordan michael <laughs> i call his ass what whatever so of course he has an extensive filmography we you know it's the what's the most recent would be suicide squad um, yeah that's a good well, okay. but but i think i'm thinking more of not just films he's in but where he's like the headliner yeah, Which like all of them. Like, well, you got because he's pretty much to me he's the headliner in Suicide Squad. If you ask me, and you got Focus, you got Bright, you got I Am Legend, you got well, well, Bright, Bright, um, 
because of its setting, has a lot of minorities in it. Um, and fair minorities. But not as, not as main characters. That's a little different. I Am Legend, um, I don't know. It's just pretty much just him most of the movie. Hitch. Um, Which one? Yeah. Suicide Squad feels like a good place to start to me because they definitely tried to have a diverse cast. And I don't know. I feel like they succeeded. I felt like there were a lot of different people in Suicide Squad. Um, it's a movie. It, it feels like one of those movies where they definitely tried to have like, we're going to be an ensemble and we're going to have something for everybody. So if you're a blonde woman, you're represented on screen. If you're a white dude, you're represented on screen. If you're Will Smith, you're very lucky because you're very wealthy and you're represented <laughs> on screen. Viola Davis runs the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the one guy. I don't know if he like loved being the, the one Hispanic character, but the guy or the one oh, Latino no. character. He got to burn things down. Um, He's yep. pretty cool. Yeah, I think it was Diablo yeah. or something. But that, that's yeah, why Diablo. That, that, that's also why I think I understand like with Will Smith, he, he is kind of more of like this big well, this well, okay, but all right, let's let's do it this but, way. Because um, cause one way I actually was thinking of it is let's consider some of the love interests that he's had in films. They usually white. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so let's I mean, let's start with Independence Day and just move up for the big ones, right? So, Independence Day is is uh, Vanessa. Uh, is it Fox? It's Vivica Fox. Vivica, blow up Vanessa. I'm thinking Vanessa Williams. Okay, so. Uh, then what's his next real big one? Is that Men in Black next, well, or you, uh, have, you have Bad Boys? Bad Boys. Did he have a love interest in that film? Mm, he was kind of more t- of a player. Tia t- t- Leone's kind of like bouncing between them. Like she's not, she's like flirtatious with both of them, but I don't think she gets with either of them. But okay. I, but I honestly think that that Bad Boys to me kind of has that feel of like what's considered to be a black movie, though. Like I think if it's too. It seems like with Hollywood and then how certain certain films are marketed is that if it's too many, especially like two big name, you know, you know, actors at, at that particular time with Bad Boys, you got um, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. They're pretty much the face of the of the film, and I think that that movie is considered by most people to be a black movie for the most part. Um, well, even with them being the two stars they are, that's that's probably not unfair to say uh it was directed by michael mann i think right um michael um nah what's his name the other guy michael bay damn i'm crazy yeah yeah transformers <laughs> blow blow <laughs> boom boom blow him up guy yeah that's man. a very different director oh my goodness anyway my yeah bad. Uh, i mean it's it's weird but a lot of these big action movies that want to play overseas and they want to play with every audience like do do a pretty good job on diversity i mean fast and the furious probably has like the best record of any movie of its size. Yeah, okay, so representation. So yeah, with that in mind, Keith, what which what what are your targets here? Like who who is uh, you know, who who are some of these uh I think my biggest targets are like two like like comic book and superhero films mm. or like like stuff where they completely change the ethnicity of a character that has never been changed oh, that's, before. That's very different. Okay, so like, like let's let's go through an example. Like what? Fantastic Four. Um, well, wait a minute, but then wasn't that okay? So are you literally saying now where, where are you going with that? So, so what I'm saying is, is, is that, that is that they couldn't let Johnny be white. Is that a bad thing though? I mean, they definitely wanted to diversify that movie to try to get a broader audience. I mean, if they had done the story of, like, here are four white people, 
well, three white people and one orange guy made of rocks, I mean, would it get as many potential audience members as it could have? I think you'd probably get more if the per- if Johnny just stayed white. Yeah, you think we'll I mean, get, get more audience if it was all white? If your point is demographic stuff, then according to the people who talk about this stuff, then yeah. I mean, the the movie by itself wasn't that good anyway. So I don't think it really had much to do with rather if Johnny was black or not. I just, I don't know. It's, it's something that's kind of iffy about that to just, to try to make something diverse just for the sake of trying to make something diverse, if that makes any sense. You know, man, none of them are coming to me right now, but there are examples that go the other way too with colorism where somebody, like for example, with the Nina Simone film, where Zoe Zeldana portrayed Nina Simone in the movie and people were frustrated with that because Nina Simone is a bright-skinned woman. I mean, Zoe Zeldana is a bright-skinned woman. Uh, Nina Simone is a dark-skinned woman, and and I know uh, Zeldana had some sort of makeup that she did to make herself look a little more um, not not just from skin tone, but other features to look a little more like Nina Simone, and people felt like that wasn't um, a good look. Now that's not necessarily just straight up, you know, race to race difference, but it does matter for for uh, Nina Simone's story because colorism is. Uh, something that definitely impacted her her career and in her life in general. Yeah, or even back to like, um, you know, like what we talking about, like more of the superhero movies. Like when the first Avengers came out, I mean, you got who who you have Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, Hawkeye, and Hulk, and all of them. All these characters are white, and I feel like. That's why through time they had made Nick Fury black to kind of fit that that demographic, if that makes sense. Man, it, you know, I agree with you in a lot of ways on the general point, but I think this is a bad example too because it's Samuel Jackson, though. Yeah, it's Samuel Jackson, but at, the, sales movies, but at the same time, like when I think of Nick Fury, I would have never thought of Samuel Jackson. Like, and I, I mean, he played shit out there. Like, yeah, he played well. Like, I don't disagree with the big point, but like, that's not a good one. Because like I mean, the other, if you look at Marvel's kind of uh, their hall of heroes in general, there's not a lot of black ones. Uh, so Luke Cage is one, but Luke Cage got a dope ass Netflix series. He's just not part of the movies. Mm-hmm. They put Falcon in there, and I'm I just I kind of dislike the actor more than I like the character. Uh, yeah, then um, you got Black Panther. Well, I, yeah, and, and so we got to that, and, and they've done a, an amazing job there. Uh, but then the only other one offhand I can think of is um, War Machine. Yeah, War Machine. But, I mean, yeah. at the same time, these are characters that were, from the beginning, they were written as black characters. Because, it's, yeah. to me, what I think about, it's, it's kind of like when people were talking about Idris Elba playing James Bond. Which I'm looking at right now. People, they're leaning towards it. I mean, the shit sound good, but but my thing, my problem with that is that I don't want Idris Elba to be known as the black James Bond. What's wrong with that? There's a lot wrong with that. Like All the white actors are known as James Bond. I get what you're saying, but like, The point I'm making is that you you don't be anything separate 
once you once you're known as the black something. Like, but Miles Morales in the Spider Man stuff, like no one says black Spider Man, they just call him a Spider Man. Like yeah, that's but, it. But that's what I'm saying. But but the difference between Miles Morales and Idris Elba as 007 is that Miles Morales is not Peter Parker. He's his own character. If but Idris, he's called Spider Man. He's called Spider Man, but he's not Peter Parker Spider Man. It's like, not a name at like, this point. Like we could we could we could talk about like because it's it's so many different Spider Men. So he's just another Spider Man anyway. So but, he's just another James Bond. No, James Bond is a is a person. Now, if you say he's another 007, that's he, a whole other thing in itself. That's a, but, okay, are, are we really about to geek out on the difference between 007 and James Bond? That's the same shit. No, no. Well, let's not say 007, but if he's a double O, like, he, if he's his own agent outside of James Bond. Oh, Lord. Man, you you getting so... No. Oh, my God. That just sounds like... You, like you, I feel like I'm on Reddit right now. No, but that's like... Okay, that's like if you, if, if you had... Well, I don't know, fucking um, Michael B. Jordan playing Superman, right? Okay. And, and they like, okay, Michael B. Jordan is the new Superman. Regardless of whatever changes we have in this world, we've been known to see Superman for all of these years as being a white guy with black hair. So what Michael B. Jordan is going to be known for in, our, in this society is the black Superman. Instead so, of being instead of being like his own separate superhero, he's gonna be known as this is the black version of Superman. But that's this is all a, a thing about execution, right? So like, for example, um, all the actors who've played Batman, right? Right. So or or hell, like even a weird example. You know how like people who place characters in sitcoms and then suddenly they can't get no other job. Like, you know, everybody who was on Saved by the Bell, they were always known as those kids. Like, they might have tried for other roles, but they were always going to be known as those kids. I think everything's about the execution. Like, we've seen actors take on roles and in people's minds transform into something else. And I think just like everybody would have been like, well, he's just going to be, you know, Black Spider-Man. He won't be his own character. Everything's about execution. Brian Michael Bendis in the comics cultivated or cultivated a character that people learned to care about and had his own background and lineage outside of what Peter Parker had done. Exactly. He's a whole nother character. But if you if you make Idris Idris Elba as James Bond, James Bond is James Bond. Like he's not Oh no well, t- well, not, Tim, what what do you think it is? We've been taking over the conversation. Oh, I, yeah, I, we forgot about Tim. I don't know. Like, it's kind of like they have to give a slightly different backstory to the character and make the character a different person than they are, or they were previously known as, to switch their race, which could be good. I mean, it could be like invigorating and make the character more interesting. Like, James Bond is honestly really boring to me at this point. Like, he's been doing the same thing for 50 years. If they brought in Idris, it's like, all right, this dude's, what's this dude's backstory? Like, how did he become a secret agent? What? Have you I don't seen really the know. Daniel Craig 007 films? I think yeah, Daniel I hate Craig him. is a good one. Oh, oh, no. Oh, I like you those. Why him. do you hate him? I don't know. All of them are good. I don't like him as Bond, honestly. What? Like, he just doesn't seem... Like, part of the thing about Bond is that Bond is, like, so, like, suave and, like, relaxed and... 
uh-huh. total, psycho- yeah, a total psychopath under the surface. And the fact that Craig is like willing to like mix it up and fight people all the time just makes it less interesting. Like the yeah. thing about James Bond is like he doesn't look he doesn't look that tough. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he's a well, more I'm, rugged. Well, 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 I'm, I'm going to skip the, 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 you know, difference of opinion. All right, so, you know, for every actor, uh, would you say that uh, they are different bonds? So, Daniel Craig's different from uh, Pierce Bronson, so on and so forth. Absolutely. Yeah. And one reason that character has kept going is that different actors, like, when you get bored with the last one, they invigorate him with something else. Like Sean Connery is a certain Bond, he's the real Bond, and then you've got like, <laughs> and then you've got Roger Moore, who you know I really didn't like for a long time because I was like, this guy's kind of like a wimpy Bond, but I appreciate him more now because he's like really kind of funny and tongue in cheek and absolutely unflappable. Mm. And then you've got the other Bond I like a lot is um I mean Timothy Dalton's a good Bond because he like seems like he's really like he's a struggling kind of which is cool. He seems like the most human. So so, but um, that's the thing. Wouldn't it seem uh, likely that eventually there'd be a black Bond? I mean, look, he'd be called black Bond to people, but it's just another dude who's reached the elite status of becoming the 007 and taking on that James Bond moniker. Well, like, did it ruin Nick Fury for anybody that it became Samuel Jackson? No. Yeah, but I, I really care much about Nick Fury, but <laughs> be honest, but... Nick Fury, no. What I, mean, yeah, he, he, yeah, I you know... But I'm. I don't know. I'm trying think, not to interrupt you. To talk about cool stuff with Nick Fury, but just keep it going. I mean, I I just I just think it's better for a, a character to have their own type of character, type of superhero outside of the white the white version that already existed. Like um, even even with Miles Morales, Spider Man, I think it's a little. I mean, I, I like that he has his own backstory and things like that, and he his own separate character. So that's a little bit different. But like certain other characters, like um, I don't know. It's it's just when you completely change them, just for the sake of just okay. Now we're gonna try to be diverse because this whole team never had a black character, so we gonna just change them. You know. It's like if you had the five original X-Men, and I bet you they'll do this. If they ever made a movie with the five original X-Men, one of them going to be black. Yes, Beast is going to be black, but you can't tell. And no, that, Nah, if they do that, that would be super fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> man, that, I, you, that know, actually, you know man, who they would, really you know who they would make black, though, for real, real talk? It would be Iceman. Like, I'm, if it was the five original X-Men, they'd probably make Iceman black. Oh, original. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. five original. And he's he's like basically the he's the equivalent of Johnny Storm. Exactly. Like he the, just, the fire and the ice. Exactly. He gonna just be this cool ass character. Um you know Iceman's gay now? Yeah, in the comics. Oh yeah, he gay too. So he gonna be black and gay. Um huh. It's just speculating, but it's just it seems like it's a it's an ongoing trend. And then what we were talking about, um, what was the what was the thing we were talking about? Teen Titans, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Teen Titans, you know, they got what Robin. So so far, we seeing Robin, we see Beast Boy, um, Raven, and, and and Starfire. So I'm assuming that Cyborg isn't gonna have anything to do with this, right? 
Uh, I mean, this is the first trailer, so and, and I'm, you know, Cyborg always got to be tortured a little bit first, lose half his body, and then get a robot heart. Yeah, and so I feel like part of why they made Starfire black is to to fill in the the black quota to say, okay, we're diverse. Here go a black girl. Um. So, are you saying is it like if first if three white dudes were on here going like I'm sick of them making all the characters black, everybody would be like, <laughs> I was just thinking is, that. they'd be like, this is the worst thing ever. But <laughs> I I guess I want to understand the complaint. Like, is it it feels like tokenism? Is it that it just doesn't feel like a sincere gesture? Like, is it like or is it? Is it like the purity of these white characters must be protected? Like, what's the reason for? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I think, I yeah I it's, 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 it's almost like I can't tell if you're doing like you know having I one think, of them keeps, a, keeps us the pretty girl in the room or what. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think it's the tokenism of it all, and I also think that it's it it will limit how many other black characters can be allowed to be on a particular movie or show at at a time. But it's like a different I issue. I think um, it's limited to probably about two or three. And it, I, what you're speaking, those are two different complaints, though, really. Like, one is tokenism. The other one is the concern that of how critics or whoever chooses to categorize films that have over however many black folks in it. Yeah. So, so, so I, think, I, think, I think what it seems like is like they're trying to stay within a sweet spot. Like, oh yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, like I'm trying to, I, I want to be diverse, but I don't want to seem too diverse because then it'll be a movie for, or a show full of colored people. I, I, well, it's man, you, you, you gotta give people room to to at least put a person or two in there. I hear what you're saying, but like then it'd be a complaint that there were no black people in it. Like, would you rather have one or none? Like, I this is would, more I would a question rather, of perspective of how people feel comfortable or uncomfortable comfortable with how they choose to frame and have a conversation about things that have more than a few black folks or, or people of color in a period. But yeah. I don't think that that means that because they put one or two black people in, that's a problem versus if they had none. You know what I mean? I guess, and I, I guess there's no way of really proving this. It's just me, just a hypothesis. But I think it's, I think it's fine if it's, if it's a genuine thing to do. Like if it's a genuine gesture, and you, you doing it because you like if, like if I was gonna write, if I was gonna write a, a, a sci-fi script, I'll make it as diverse as possible because I feel like we live in a diverse country in a diverse world right so yeah. unless it's taking place in wakanda or i don't know some some other country where the ethnicity is primarily a particular you know group then i'll have i'll add more diversity to the storyline you know but i wouldn't do it just because especially for for stories that's already been written to where, like, you know, you got a majority white people here or whatever. I wouldn't just change it just to be changing it. That's all. That's why I'm saying. Um, well, you got to keep in mind, too. I mean, you know, 
this country is as far as the people who are the decision makers we're still talking about a mostly white male space when it comes to entertainment and, and most things actually so you know I don't think that that's always the case I do think people oftentimes are acting in good faith and even when they're acting in good faith sometimes they make mistakes and I, well, not even make mistakes but like they um, aren't as um, as well intentioned as they are sometimes those intentions don't have the results that reflect that intent so I don't think it's something to be freaking out about. I mean, things are better than they had been by quite a bit in a lot of ways. Um, and in some ways, you know, things haven't changed a whole lot. But I do think when you see movies like Sorry to Bother You, Black Klansman, uh, some of these other things coming out uh, that are kind of almost like this new era black exploitation uh, that allow different framings of all kinds of things. You know, I think we can say that you know, people are open to trying other kinds of things too. Yeah, More recently, agree. anyway. Yeah, and I mean, I mean it, it's changing. Well, what's, well hold, Tim, Tim, what were we gonna uh, add there? Yeah. Oh no, j- just that it's black decision makers. You know, behind those films, mm-hmm. making those decisions about casting, yeah. making those decisions about what story they're gonna tell, makes a huge difference than if you got like, you know, four white dudes in a room. And they've got like a studio directive, like, "Hey, this movie needs to be diverse." So you get like, "Okay, uh, who can we put in here? Like, how do we like rewrite the script?" Because like Suicide Squad is actually a model of diversity, like in a way. I didn't realize that they have a Native American actor, Adam Beach, Holy in Suicide shit, Squad. Really? Yeah, which you really don't see a lot of Native American actors um, represented on screen and big. You know, especially superhero type roles, like big blockbuster roles. Now, so that's now cool. keep in mind the same guy who did that. Is it uh, who's the director for that? Is it David? Is it Acres? David Ayer. Ayer. God, I'm getting. I'm sorry, but I'm getting all your names. Yeah, wrong. he did on um, Bright also. But, but he, he Will a lot. Yeah, he works with Will a lot, and he also did Bright. And Bright's a very diverse film, also. I was using Will ironically because I know we're not going to call him Will, but um, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Smith. I, I mean, yeah, it seems like. It seems like that's a director who's definitely either completely colorblind in the sense of I don't care, I just want the best person for the role, or someone who's like, no, I want to make a point of having a diverse movie. Now, people say Bright had like this issue of like being um, like very on the nose with some of the stuff, like when he said Fairy Lives Matter, and you know stuff like that. Like, oh my god, like it's you know, like Chance the Rapper was talking about how he was so mad at Bright over over stuff like that, and how I was so unaware. And I just felt like, you know, that that movie was was a lot more uh, subtle and clever about some of the things that it did than people gave it credit for. I I thought they did a really good job with diversity on that film mm-hmm, mm-hmm. overall. But uh, you know, I think we should uh, you know wrap it up here. Um, we hopefully you know we're, we're trying to do something new with the format. Uh, we'll. Uh, talk about that soon and, and maybe even next episode we can kind of get the ball rolling on what we like to do going forward but expect weekly output for us that's what we're shooting for um as always please 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 tell your folks about it uh friends who you know listen to podcasts give us a review if you have any feedback uh you can reach us at um oh shit well yeah, you, you can reach, reach us, us shit, by coming back yeah because we <laughs> set up on social media <laughs> 
uh, any social media presence, really. That's coming, but it ain't there yet. So, shout, you know, if you want to talk to us, shoot us a review. How about do that? That's the best way. That's the way. To, we won't hear you if you don't leave a review. Review, review, review. <laughs> Five stars, please. But uh, thanks for uh, listening this far. I uh, can't wait to see you guys. Um, like I said, we'll be putting out everything weekly from now on. So uh, subscribe to us, and uh, we'll get to you soon. All right, peace.